0: You are listening to Legion of Substitute Podcasters, episode 637. Sci-fi TV talk with Joe Malazzi of Stargate, Dark Matter, and Utopia Falls. And welcome to episode 637 of Legion of Substitute Podcasters. I am Paul French, and today I am Water Bottle Lad.
1: Oh, yeah. Are you hydrating? I'm hydrating. I. Um, How's the desert up there in the Great White
0: North? Well, let me tell you, it's um, actually it's 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 kind of kind of uh, kind of damp up here. You know, we've had a well. lot of uh, rain the last few days, getting rid of all the snow, and um, and it's. Uh, um, Or maybe it's all come back since then. I can't remember exactly because I don't know what day it is anymore. Um, It is obviously the 27th, though. Obviously, Um, it's the 27th. Obviously, or the 26th, I mean, to come out the 27th. Yes, that's what it is. Yes, it is currently Boxing Day. Wait, maybe it... Oh, gosh, I can't remember what day is what now. I'm so confused. You've
1: obviously hit too many times in the head um, because it's Boxing Day.
0: Yeah, that was yesterday on saturday oh
1: well you course. know wibbly wobbly
0: as as we all know <laughs> over to you sir hi everybody
1: i am Darren Owell and tonight i am please party responsibly this new year's eve mm-hmm. kid yeah. cuz it's not just about drinking and driving this year it's about being with a whole bunch of drunk people who may not be wearing masks correctly so
2: or at all. be safe
1: out there yeah. or at all yes so please be safe. We know you are, but uh, you're our you're our people and we love you. Yeah. So uh make good choices. And also,
0: and,
2: and also and if you're will... in Georgia also if you're in Georgia, vote early.
1: Oh yes. I, I voted the other day actually. I got my voting out of the way and there was a crowd to vote, which made me go, Okay, people are actually turning off for a runoff. So I think it's gonna be a it's gonna be a turnout thing, not a policy debate thing. So we will see how this goes, and I'm sure there'll be two uh, recounts um, at this point <laughs> as we go into this after January 5th. And we just like to keep everybody really, really, really in suspense about who's going to control the Senate. There you go. That's kind of our job right now. So, uh... but I've done my part. I've got my sticker and everything. So yay! So over to you, Mr. Michael.
2: Hi, everybody. Uh, I am Michael Grabois, and uh, this weekend, uh, actually, it was last weekend, I was um, Cayenne Kid. Nice. Um, yay! So, while I was talking about um, drinking eggnog on the show, uh, I went to put put it, you guys on mute and went over to make myself another eggnog. Got my uh, couple shots of rum in there, reached into the cabinet for mm-hmm. some nutmeg. Mm-hmm. Grab the cayenne pepper instead, and just barely avoided a catastrophe by reading the uh, the label before I put something in. So I guess that could have been a uh, what would you call it a Texas eggnog. <laughs> Texas, Texas eggnog, eggnog yeah. exactly.
0: <laughs> Texas eggnog, baby. You got a little, gotta have a little snake bite in there.
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm almost tempted to try it. Oh Just,
0: please
1: do, yes, and report back yes. to us after uh, you have that after moment in the in the bathroom. Yes, please. Well,
2: <laughs> it will not be it will not be a full glass of eggnog with mm. with cayenne because I don't want to waste the precious eggnog. Absolutely,
1: indeed, indeed.
0: Absolutely. Experimentation is doing, fine, but let's be careful. Yeah,
1: I'm doing glue vine this year for my uh, for my New Year's drink. It's uh, warmed uh, mulled wine, which is yummy. So I can't wait for New Year's Eve. It's going to be fabulous.
2: And it has nothing to do with glue.
1: No, it's just the German word for it. Hmm. I don't know why they call it that. Ask a German. I'm not German. As far as I know, nothing. I'm ever doing one of those ancestry tests. I'm just a Euro As far as I
2: know. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it for me. Over to you, Jim.
3: Hey everyone. I'm Jim Purcell. And this week I was Q kid. Uh, I had to go back into my job uh, uh, to. Uh, we're being tr- transitioned from uh, temporary layoffs to permanent layoffs. Ugh. So we had to go get our severance checks and sign off on paperwork and return our cas- uniforms.
0: You had At the to go casino? in person. At the
3: of casino, yeah. We have to go uh, in person. Cause it, so we got to queue up in uh, ah. roughly six feet increments, kind of, sort of, not really. Uh, Crowd into crowded hallways, stuff like that. All the fun stuff you want to do during a pandemic.
1: Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All just... are, are they closing the whole thing down? Or No, is no,
3: it... no. Cause, okay, so my situation is this. Uh, the, the casino is open, but my department of poker is still closed because ah. it's very difficult to play a poker game. Uh, safely
1: distanced yeah
3: because yeah, you get crammed like 10 people to a table it's 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 a whole thing it doesn't work so yeah. table games is running but not at full capacity so a lot of us a lot of us like a, like 1500 of us are still out of work
0: mm-hmm.
3: uh so our union fortunately negotiated us a decent deal where we got a big right. lump sum big lump sum payment at a really Yay. good time. just to get me through the to, to, through the spring right um and we get to reserve ca- we get to reserve our uh, recall rights, so when they do reopen next year, we will be called back. So oh, that's okay. good. That's so good. We get, we get paid and potentially our jobs back, so it's like a win-win. As long well, as
1: uh That COVID sounds like. Trends. I mean, to me, from the outside, that sounds like a company doing the right thing. So
3: uh, no, we kind of had no. to
1: browbeat them into it. The, the,
3: I think well, the, I, yeah, I think the, I think always, the governor right? actually had to yell at them too.
2: Oh well, <laughs> well whether it was yeah. whether it was voluntary or not. It's still a good thing. Yeah. Yeah,
1: it was for sure. True. They wound up doing the right thing in the end.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's why unions are important, kids.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know anything about that down here.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. 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 Right to work states. It was yeah. so,
3: it's so weird going into your yeah. job after you haven't been there for nine months.
1: Yeah. Oh, totally. Sure. I'm sure. I don't even know what I'm gonna do when I go back to my office. Because one, I don't have one because they were moving me anyway for a construction project.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. So I don't even have an office. What and then I all got, the stuff got,
2: that was in your office?
1: Yeah. Well, it went into my boss's office.
2: Oh.
1: Yeah. It's kind of like here's all the supplies from my room because we had to clean it out. Um, yeah. I went down there like in July to do that before they started the project. That was the only time I've been back to my office since this whole thing started. Yeah. And so I moved all my stuff, got my personal stuff, and and drove back home with all that stuff. Um, but then they sent us this generic email says yes in order to upgrade the building we're redoing all the key cards on the outside so you'll have to get a new ID card so my first order of business whenever I've got to go back to where I work is stop by security and get a new ID card (laughs) which they will charge me 20 bucks for by the way FYI.
3: It was seriously? Yep. Even though they did the upgrade and required the new ID
1: cards? Yes sir. Holy crap.
0: Madness.
1: Sorry I'm flummoxed. Uh trust me, it's just I, I can't talk about it on the podcast. <laughs>
0: <sighs> <laughs> we'll talk offline. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um in the absence of uh of Legion news over the holiday in theory. Oh,
1: and in the absence of Travis, by the way, he's on, he's in deep, right, in, on in, in deep space looking for
0: mistletoe. Yeah, space. looking for
1: mistletoe for Juniper to wear. There you go. I right hear.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. um uh, we are um, going to get into uh, going to have been uh, having an interview with Joe Malazzi uh, who is the um, the showrunner of the uh, of the Hulu series Utopia Falls. He also is the was the creator and uh, <laughs> excuse me and runner of the show Dark Matter and spent a whole heck of a lot of time and you'll hear him talk all about it. On um, on the start various Stargate series, and um, and so he has some some great insights onto uh, you know just the t- TV industry in general, and the, and especially in uh, in genre TV, which is something we all enjoy, as well as uh, his his uh, interest in the Legion. So we're going to get into that now. And we are joined on the line by Joe Malazzi, You've uh, heard of him from Stargate. You've heard of him from Dark Matter, and you're hearing from him currently uh, from Utopia Falls. Welcome to the show, Joe.
4: Thank you for having me.
0: It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. we've been We've seen you uh, we've se- we've seen you on on the Twitters responding to the show for a while, and so we thought it was it was time we uh, we reached out and uh, and got you to join us. I'm
4: oh, very exciting. <laughs> Happy to be here.
0: Awesome. So uh, so tell us, going, going uh, back uh, to, um, uh, how did you become a Legion fan?
4: Um, you know, I've always been a general comic book fan. Yeah. And uh, kind of my interest has waxed uh, wax and waned over the years. I remember when I was, you know, growing up, um, in my very younger years, it was DC, mainly Batman. And then, uh, you know, I sort of, shifted to to Marvel. My mother was kind of horrified of my my interest in comic books, so she got me interested in science fiction, Uh uh, you know, kind of the classic authors. But I I always loved The Legion because they had that, um, kind of those sci-fi trappings to the comic book. And um, you know, whenever I, I see any of the old co- covers, it just kind of take me back—the kind of retro-futuristic uh, feel, especially from the old uh, adventure mm-hmm. uh, comic and, and action comic days.
0: Awesome. Who's your favorite Legionnaire? Uh,
4: you know, I would say I kind of like Shadowless.
1: It's just, the space bikini. That- yeah. <laughs> it's that Star
4: Trek but you know, blue and, girl, space and I, bikini. And I want to say blue skin uh, alien Dream, space chick. Yeah. Yep. It's funny you should say that because I you know, I was I I, I think Dream Girl is a uh, is a a solid runner up. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, mm. I can see that. She's going kind to of more of a one piece girl. Yeah. Yeah, she's definitely more <laughs> one piece her. <laughs>
0: Do you, do you remember the first issue, the first uh, Legion issue that you read? Uh, or what I'm, is the first one that you remember?
4: First, you yeah, see, this is the... I, always, I have such a bad memory. <laughs> I would actually be so much better um, a, a writer if I, was, I didn't have such a bad memory. I think <laughs> the one that, that I, I think back to... I, I, I Basically, I remember two that are kind of hazy in my mind. One of them was... Um, uh, the Legion were 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 kind of like devolved into children. They were kids.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Oh,
4: the glory the that, issue.
1: They've yeah. done that a few times, though. Yeah, the and Legion and I think regions.
4: it was a bit, yeah. I th- I think it was like a Jim Shooter story, and yeah. and I think oh, yeah. it was like the the parents uh, in, on this planet basically were having trouble having kids or something, and wanted to to uh, yeah. uh, adopt the, the Legion League. of Super Orphans.
2: I think it was amazing. I think it was all the. <laughs> All the orphan kids <laughs> got devolved
4: into babies and got adopted. Brilliant, but I, I have a feeling that wasn't the only time they were devolved. No, it's, to it's
1: not. They did it again with like Mattri or Aladdin Lightlass who had parents. So Amazing. you know they they've yeah. done that a few times. In
0: this
4: <laughs> it was
3: a very popular trope yeah, in the time. Does
1: that recycle everything? And then it became really famous with the ex babies, you know, in the nineties and Mojo. They Bros. all talk
4: like cavemen. <laughs> But my, my actually my favorite trope was the uh, um, kind of the traitor among us trope, where basically uh, oh, take take. one of the, one of the legion okay. heirs would do something so uh, so heinous, and then at the end you find out it was all part of some elaborate ploy that for some reason they didn't let everybody else in on. <laughs>
2: exactly. Yeah, we have that as a that's part of a drinking game that we have. Whenever there's a legion traitor. Or someone's accused of being a traitor. Take a drink. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. classic.
3: Which is always. Yes, yeah. it is often.
0: <laughs> it's
1: very close to the legion hazing trope. Yeah. So
0: Right. Uh, so, um, so you, but but what 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 you've done, uh, um, you know, a, a, a step further is you managed to uh, to convert your your love of science fiction into a career.
4: Uh yeah, which I was very. Fortunate. I, I actually got my start in animation uh-huh. uh, and kind of just worked my way up from animation to live action teen sitcom to one hour action adventure and then landed on Stargate. And it was supposed to be like a two year gig and then we kept on getting picked up and, and yeah. I was there for 12 years.
1: Wow. Don't, don't tell the Stargate <laughs> fans it was only supposed to be two years. They'll riot on the street.
4: They knew. They knew. It <laughs> okay. was kind of crazy. And every year I thought we would never, you know, that was the final year yeah. and we always wrote towards that. You know, kind of series finale, and we'd always get picked up. And then in season ten of SG One, that was the year I was actually convinced we were coming back. And of course, that was the year that we were canceled. So, well, no, no. <laughs> my
0: my my wife was was devastated because she she was a fan of the show all the way through the various versions, and uh, and she was really enjoying that one.
4: Oh, bless you! Your, your wife should be on the show. Well,
0: yeah, but it's uh, you know. <laughs> There's there's reasons okay. <laughs> podcast widowing sure. and wrangling kids yes yes she's oh. the one keeping the kids and dogs out of the room so mm. <laughs> <laughs> you shall not pass and, and, and we'll, 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 we'll get to it in in a, in a minute but um, one of the things um, is that that we're, that we're finding uh, Utopia Falls is is a thing the whole family's watching now
4: so oh interesting yeah Interesting. Now- now, Utopia Falls, I mean, um, after all that after Stargate ended, yeah. uh, I ended up uh, doing my own series, Dark Matter, which ran for three seasons on uh, on netflix and 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 that other network. and uh, and then um, I ended up on Utopia Falls. It was kind of w- really weird. Um, it's not my show. It was actually created by uh, R T. Thorne, who nice. is kind of major like uh, music video director and um he he told me that he was going to go pitch this series to hulu and i wished him good luck it was and uh it was like I, it's this hip-hop sci-fi series he is how he pitched it to me and then it got picked up and he was like hey i'm looking for a showrunner and he thought he was asking me to recommend someone And i was like i sorry i can't help you i i, I don't know And he's like no you and i'm like dude <laughs> oh. I, I am not hip-hop and he's like no i'm hip-hop you're sci-fi and uh and it was kind of weird, like I didn't, it was one of those classic cases where you don't, I mean, you know, I, I, I kind of liked the idea, I had re- much respect for him, but it wasn't a show that I thought would be a good fit. So I went into that interview not really caring, and, mm-hmm. and, and invariably those are the jobs you get for some yeah. reason.
1: <laughs> um. That's true. That's true in like any occupation yeah Uh, i discovered if i really want the job i'm not called back for the second interview i don't hear back from them ever if i'm like well we'll see how this goes then they're like oh you have the job here's the letter tomorrow it's like oh okay
4: it's like George costanza and the in the lie detector test i mean you have to convince yourself (laughs) yes you know you don't want it um but it was a great experience and, and it was a lot of fun it was a challenging production for like many many reasons but uh you know, I we, we delivered the last episode in, in December and I was going to take a couple of months off at the top of 2021 to just develop stuff. And yeah. and that two-month development has turned into like an entire year. Mm. The timing was good, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, you seriously. know. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, uh, second season imminent?
4: Where's I the... don't think so. No? I mean, I, ha- I haven't really heard anything, but the yeah. fact that they, they haven't announced anything uh, would lead me to assume that uh, there probably won't be a second season, which is too bad because it was actually kind of fun uh, running that writers' room and 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 uh, kind of developing that that first season and and working with the very. I mean, I had my dark matter crew yes uh, come back for the show and and you know some familiar faces, some actors that I worked with in the past that uh, worked on this show and then the cast was really great. It's you know it was a very positive. Uh, uh, production like like a, a really positive work environment the same as dark matter the same as stargate um you know i, I remember the first year i worked on on stargate mm. we were going we were looking to cast uh someone for a role and i met i, I suggested someone to brad wright who was a showrunner mm-hmm. and he just kind of shook his head and, and said lts and i was like lts and he's like yeah life's too short and that was his <laughs> mantra and and that's something that that i kind of learned from Brad and Robert, is is that life's too short. You don't want to work with jerks. Yeah. So one of the things that I I always took great pride in is whenever someone um, guest starred on Dark Matter, they always came away with a really positive experience, and they talked about how, like, um, fun it was to work on the show, which you can't say that for a lot of shows. I hate to say it, but I hear nightmares about other productions,
1: uh,
4: other sci-fi productions. Um, But... That will go unnamed, but uh, well, know, there's but,
1: plenty, there's plenty of interviews out there. People
4: can yeah, find that stuff. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, so how did how did dark how did dark matter turn from a comic book into a TV show?
4: Well, I got to tell you, it was originally a uh, a pilot script I wrote. It, it was it was an idea. I mean, I'd always been a big fan of villains, and and most of my my uh, a lot of the arcs that I that I wrote in, in Stargate. Were redemption arcs, like the the character of Richard Woolsey, played by Bob Picardo, Mm -hmm. uh, is a great um, redemption. So I wanted to create a show that revolved around the villains, the bad guys. Um, And so I wrote a script, and then rather than go out with it, I've always been a big uh, comic book fan, so I approached Dark Horse Comics, uh, uh, Keith Goldberg, and I pitched him the series. And at the time, they hadn't really done any uh, television. I mean, they'd, they'd done Hellboy. They hadn't really expanded into into tv but of course now they have with yeah. umbrella academy like right. a lot of shows and so we uh i essentially adapted my first script and what would have been the second script into the into the opening four issue arc that was uh collected into a trade paperback and that's what the president of prodigy pictures uh, the production company jay firestone went out with and you know whenever you pitch an idea to an executive they always imagine the worst possible execution of your vision, right. which is why it was great having the comic book there, because they could see pretty much how the story would unfold. And So based on uh, on that, the fact that it was an IP, an established property, mm-hmm. uh, that's what got us our sale and, and the initial sale. And then they cobbled together the, the, the various other uh, uh, broadcasters to uh, get us our budget. And uh, I mean, the budget was tight, but uh, it was an efficient production, I will say.
0: Right, right. Well, and 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 I mean, you had um, said that it was inspired by, uh, I mean, the Thunderbolts thing. I I, I I I can see that, and the Dirty Dozen, and the Shield as as the inspiration for
4: it. <laughs> yeah, and, and Blake Seven. And what? Blake Seven.
1: Oh, yeah. Blake Seven. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. Not okay. enough of the new geeks coming up today. No, even know about Blake <laughs> Seven. That's required watching. Yeah. It's sad. Sorry. Yeah, it
4: really
1: is.
0: Yeah, it is great stuff.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's it's handy that you had the comic book there because a comic book is basically a storyboard so that and you're talking like TV language there. So that's easy.
2: Yeah. As exactly. opposed
1: to walking in with, like, here's Stephen King's it. <laughs> Translate that to TV, right?
4: <laughs> and, <Yeah>. go. <laughs> but, and go. And <laughs> go. But because it's Stephen King, yeah, I'm sure yeah, yeah, you'd obviously. have no problem. Yeah, helps. four yeah. hours
1: and Tim Curry. Go. <laughs> you know? <laughs>
0: So, so you 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 um, so you, you you sell this as a series now. How do you go from sort of converting it back into uh, it, it back into into TV?
4: Um, I mean, really, in my mind, it, it, it was a television show. I mean, in in the yeah. future, I think you know, if if I sell a, a series as a comic book series, I think I would want to sort of, um rather than sort of uh, create it as a means to an end to a television, I would just like to have a comic book series so that I could be, would be able to tell my my story. I mean, mm-hmm. one of the things about that was very frustrating about Dark Matter is that um, I had, because I had sat on the idea for so long, like five or six years, I had the entire five-season art planned out. So, right. um, you know, it was frustrating having, and after three seasons, not being able to continue the story. So, uh, so I think I would like the option of being able to do that right. preferably in the comic book realm. Right.
0: Now, um, I, uh, I, 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 came to the show initially, um, uh, sort of after the fact, but that's, uh, because one of, one of the actors on the show talked about how much he loved working on it. And Which one? Uh, that it would be Jeff Taravainen.
4: Oh, Jeff. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah, so I, I, actu- I actually knew him uh, back in high school. And, oh, really? Uh, and played <laughs> in a band with him his... for about five minutes. And
4: um, you weren't part of his rock band, were you? I,
0: um, I was. I was kind of a part of a transition between the the two bands that uh, that, that he talks about most. Mm-hmm. And um, and so um, I had. Uh, uh, I, I was a bit younger than all those guys and, uh, I had, uh, my band had opened for them uh, a couple of times and he was kind of, uh, um, really sort of, you know, he was kind of a mentor, uh, to me in that, in that aspect. And then I played with them for a couple of months and then they moved on to it, to a different, uh, a different setup. So I've, I've known Jeff Frost for a long time and he's a super nice guy. And, uh, but he, he, uh, he had a lot to say about about just how much he loved working on that show. And, yeah. it um,
4: so was great. I mean, he, you know, you, you always like to work with people you enjoy working with. Yeah. So, you know, he was a regular on Utopia Falls because, um, I mean, he was perfect for the role, A, but yeah. also I, we had such a great uh, time working on Dark Matter that, uh, that uh, you know, I, 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 I kind of really pushed for him. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, he's a he's a perfect fit for Gerald. I mean, it's uh, Mm
4: -hmm.
0: yeah, no, it's uh, it 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 was uh, you know it was it was one of those things when I started watching it. You know, I knew he was in it, and uh, and then and then that first scene um, uh, with with uh, that first scene with he and his daughter comes up, and and uh, and it's like, oh, it's Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) Of course it is. (laughs) And I mean, he's got that distinct, very distinctive voice. He and, does, yeah, yeah. That's uh, it's why he's also the voice of the Olympics often.
4: <laughs> Amazing, I know. He just he's just tearing it up in the uh, in the uh, I think commercial world as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it, again, it's uh, you know, it's it, now now it's always the uh, is that Kiefer Sutherland or Jeff? <laughs> 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 um. So, so you had. Um, you know, you, you had three se- three seasons uh, w- with uh, with with dark matter. Was it? Yeah. Um, I guess you know, given that you'd started with the pilot script and then you'd done the, the, the comic book with it, um, how did you make that trend? That the, again, the, the sort of transitioning from season to season with that. Um, um, did did it feel very organic in in doing that, or or was it a challenge to sort of again? work with the concept that way
4: um well i mean it was only a four issue comic book so essentially once it transitioned from the comic book to the tv screen uh-huh. there were no further issues beyond the fourth issue sadly um uh but in terms of you know uh tvs it's seasonal i always approached each season like a um installment in a book series it has its beginning middle and end it, you know the first season we begin uh we introduce our, our our protagonists who end up being the worst of the worst. They ended up being cutthroats and criminals with no memories of their past, and uh, and at the end of the first season, appropriately enough, mm-hmm. uh, they end up being hauled off to prison. Um, you know, season two is about them making the 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 the, the decision to uh, redeem themselves, turn over a new leaf. And then at the end of the season, it blows up spectacularly in their faces with the destruction of the I-07 right. space station. So, I mean, each of you those—season know, four was going to be uh, the alien invasion, the black ships, and then season five would have been the uh, uh, android revolution. Um, you know, maybe someday we'll, I'll get to tell those stories in a, in a miniseries format. But uh, yeah. for now, i got to f- focus on other things.
0: Right, right, right. So— um... Are, are there are there things in in the works if um if uh, utopia falls isn't coming back
4: Ah, uh, yeah i mean i've got two um sci-fi time travel shows that i, I want i was going to go out and pitch in november but la is shut down right. so i'm waiting until january i'm doing two other original sci-fi series one of them is this crazy uh sci-fi series that that uh that actually combines four of the things I, you know, I, I, I love most, uh, um, sci-fi, anime, gaming, and K-pop, uh, oh, wow. which is kind of, yeah, um,
2: that's, a, that's an eclectic bunch. It is.
4: It is. And so that's how, actually, I was working on that, that pilot script just before, uh, this, uh, the podcast, yeah. I'm working on an adaptation of a fantasy, uh, fantasy series, a book series, um, that I, I can't really say publicly what it is enough, yeah. yet, mm-hmm. but it's uh, it's it's um, it's a very unique fantasy series. Um, uh, and I I'm had be a reading conversation my with,
1: journals, sir.
4: Uh, I'm going to check out your journals to see. If no, it, you know it's uh, not for diff- TV. No, different different fantasies. Yeah. <laughs> huh. And then I, you know, I have uh, you know other stuff in the works. I have to say that there was one project. That I worked on, that I developed, that did not go, that was very frustrating. That didn't go, uh, which was a Legion of Superheroes series for DC uh, Comics, a television series. Really? And uh, yeah, and um, you know, I, I I actually my partner on, on it um, basically had a, a deal at Warner Brothers, and he reached out and he's like, "Hey, I went to you know went to Warner Brothers, and they're." Um, uh, you know, they they said, "Hey, you know, let's 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 work on something." And he, and he said, "Well, do you have something in the sci-fi realm?" And they're like, "Well, there's this," and they presented it in with Legion of Superheroes. So he reached out to me because he knew I, you know, love uh, comics, and and I happen to know Legion. And so uh, I came up with a pitch, and kind of we refined it, and we were working on it for a while. And then, as is often the case when you're working on these things, uh, it. You know, you're making quick progress, and then it just goes radio silence right. for months, and that's always a very bad sign. And in the interim, my partner, who had the deal at Warner Brothers, ended up leaving Warner Brothers for a deal elsewhere, and that, uh, in effect, uh, spelled the end of the uh, of the project, which which kind of really bummed me because, uh, you know, I I uh, kind of had my heart set on on that one, um, and uh, yeah, I know. That uh, you know, I, that I think they've gone out to other people to uh, to, to develop uh, other takes, but um, they won't be as uh, as fantastic as my take. So of course <laughs> not. Are, really. really,
2: Are you are you comfortable talking about what your pitch would have uh, sure would have entailed? Yeah, I don't know how much like you you might want to. Save it for another pitch, or save the idea. No, I mean basically,
4: I can't. Different. I can't really save this for any pitch because uh, it was specifically a Legion pitch. Right. But okay. um, you know, the, the challenge with the Legion one. Of, one of the things that uh, was it was going to be separate from uh, anything that was ongoing in terms of. Um, uh, Anything ongoing in the DC uh, television universe, so it would essentially act as a, on its own. I'm not sure if it would have necessarily been a, uh, you know, um, uh, sort of kind of an alt, uh, an AU story or or whatever. But the, you know, we we essentially wanted to pitch a, a, a series that would be a great jumping on point for new viewers, but we reward uh, longtime viewers as well. So so it's it's it was a, it was a, a pitch that kind of. Kind of melded uh, the retro-futuristic feel of the early action adventure comics, the yeah. the um, kind of the, the the character relationships of the interrelationships of the kind of Levitt's run. There's some darker elements of um, kind of the the, uh, the Giffen uh, run, mm-hmm. um, and 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 also a bit of kind of the, the kind of the teen angst from uh, Wade's second run that starts off with teenage wasteland. Right. But ultimately, the pitch was. You open up with a galactic news uh, bulletin, and you know announces the fact that uh, this alien invasion is being pushed back to the to the alien uh, homeworld. And you know, you know, even as we speak, uh, our Legion of superheroes are storming the enemy citadel. And you cut to uh, just Legion versus aliens on this you know on the on this alien world, and then you cut to the inside of the Citadel and boom, the doors blow open and Cosmic Boy, Lightning Lad and Saturn Girl kind of stride in to take down the leader. And there's no one there. And they look around and it's like, I think, you know, uh, you know, I think we're late. We're late. There's, there's nobody here. And they turn a corner and they find this, this, it looks like a machine with kind of a revolving double helix and too late. They realize. And at that point you just cut outside. And there's this bl- kind of this blast wave that, that, um, you you know, kind of emanates out across the uh, the battlefield, and then you punch out to a satellite point of view, and this blast wave kind of emanates out uh, across the planet and across various worlds, and then everything within that blast radius blinks out of existence, and then you cut to. A second galactic uh, news report, and they and they're talking about you know they they you know it's uh, uh, the, kind of the galaxy mourns the loss of the Legion of superheroes, um, and ultimately there's only one surviving member of the Legion, and 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 th- that was Lightning Lass, who was basically back at at uh, Legion headquarters coordinating the the attack, and so it falls on her to assemble a new team, and essentially the new team. Uh, will be made up of uh, heroes who tried out in the past but didn't make the cut. And so, you know, you cut to, you know, uh, like a college setting, and and you know, it's this it's this kid eating like sixty five eggs, and, uh, and 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 uh, Gaston and, you know, and, boy, yeah, and 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 the. And you know, uh, a member of the science police steps up and is like, Yeah, you know, I, I need to talk to you, son. And uh, and basically she, she tells him, you know, um, this is you know, uh, Sean Aaron, and she she explains that you know they're 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 looking, they're having a, yeah, sort of a tryout, and they want him to try out because he tried out in the past. This is of course Tensil Chem, uh, mad reader lad. And uh, and he's like, Oh, so I mean we're the B team, and she's like, "Well, actually, no. The B team was 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 actually, uh, you know, doing orbital support at the time of the, uh, uh, you know." So he's like, "Oh, so you were the C team?" And she's like, "Well, the C team was actually like <laughs> <two> <laughs> years out at the time, and the D team is like, yeah, the D team." So so we're so the Z um, team. yeah, and so the 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 pilot is kind of told through. Tensil's point of view and there's flash books and everything and he tries out for the te- for the team and um, and there's kind of this mass tryout and uh you know it's kind of sad i know um, um uh, uh james Gunn is using arm fall off boy in the new uh i think suicide squad right. moves mm-hmm. so you know uh arm fall off boy would have been one of the uh you know one of the members and there was another one who um i think he only appeared in one I think it was like a Levitt story and, and uh, he, he was like a guy who, uh, who, uh, his superpower was his ability to guess. Um, <laughs> I, I forget, but basically his he sure he demonstrated super superpower. He steps up to Aaron, uh, to, to Shaban, uh, uh, Shaban. uh, Aaron is like, um, you know, 32, 135 pounds. And she's like, next. And- <laughs> <laughs> And then
2: finally, that sounds like uh, yeah, one of the reboot tryouts with the, you know, X-Bomb
4: Betty and... Yes, and, yeah. Uh, I forget what the character's name was. Uh, but in any case, in the end, they formed the new team. And it's it's Mad Reader Lad, Bouncing Boy, uh, Shrinking Violet, um, uh, Polar Boy, uh, Kid Quantum, Second Kid Quantum. cool hmm. um, who else? I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Um, and, and, and then and and Lightning Last has to has to whip them into shape. And then they end up their first mission. This is all in the pilot. Uh, they get a tip off, and um, and they have to rescue a member of, of the Legion who apparently the sole surviving member is being held captive, and it turns out to be Dream Girl. There's a lot, you know, it's kind of this kind of this fun, kind of weird dream world. Is it real? Is it not? Um, little twist in it. And they finally. Escape, and when they get back to Legion headquarters, uh, Dream Girl is is comatose. When she wakes up, um, you realize that that um, she basically she tells she tells uh, the rest of the team that the original Legion isn't dead. Mm -hmm. That the 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 explosion the 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 bomb was actually a. A um, what it was it it like a temporal device, and so they've been the the real legion has been scattered through time and space. It could be like on the other side of the 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 universe, or they could be in an alternate uh, reality. And so, the the job of the of the the new recruits is to essentially go out and find the the missing legion members and bring them back. And uh, and so uh, you know under the, you know working under the knowledge that you know they're kind of the the C or D team who have proven themselves and yet by proving themselves over time they're essentially uh, making themselves redundant because mm-hmm. they're bringing back the original legion yeah. and then there's a subplot with the with the uh, United Planets there's this faction within United Planets and it turns out that they're working with the Dominators and set up the the. Um, Kind of uh, set up the original legion so that they could they could bring in this new ineffective legion as kind of like a uh, kind of a a more symbolic gesture, but they don't realize or or they kind of underestimate this uh, new legion team, and so it would have been kind of fun. It was you know you you know like I said I mean it it would mix play mix and match with a lot of um, the various. storylines that have been done over the past yeah. and not a good kind of entry point. And we could have gone really any way we wanted with it. But, uh, like I said, I, I uh, you know, who knows live what action. Yo yeah. Yeah. Live action. Wow.
2: That's yeah.
0: That's ambitious. Yeah. That's wow. Mm-hmm. But, but, but the, I, I, I like that idea cause it, cause it lets you bring in the characters a bit at a time.
4: Exactly. I mean, that's, yeah. that's, because, I mean, what are they like, um, I mean, I think at the end of the day, there were there were almost like seventy-five to eighty active members over the course of the series. Over the
2: six, yeah, over the sixty years, there have probably been about that many.
4: At yeah. least, if not over. Yeah, 100. yeah, and then there are those that come and go, like your your nemesis, yeah. kid, and uh, yeah, traitor, take a drink. I'm sorry, <laughs> I've got priorities. <laughs>
2: So this was um, you said it. Uh, it only got to the pitch stage, right?
4: Yeah, I mean it was a fairly um, uh, uh, detailed pitch, and and yeah. I mean the pitch went through sort of various incarnations, but it was more or less that that was kind of the the basic premise. Well,
2: that's neat. And uh, any any chance that's online anywhere? On your um,
4: no actually I've never told it to anybody but you you because you wow. guys are special exclusive Aww. <laughs> Aww. but uh you know I could even you know if, if you're interested in reading the pitch I, I'd be happy to send it to you uh as well if uh oh,
2: that yeah. be, be awesome
4: yeah. we even had a few like, like sample in... stories as well episodes wow
2: Or post or post it on your site where you get more uh uh more readership sorry what it or post it on your site, on your blog, because yeah. you probably get more readership than we do. I don't know. Do I? I don't know.
0: Well, we can certainly direct people yeah, yeah, to your for site. Sure. For sure, yeah. You know. yeah, no, it's, it sounds awesome.
2: Oh. Alright, I got a, a question about Stargate, but it's not really about Stargate. Um,
1: <laughs> when is a Stargate not a Stargate, Batman?
2: So, I looked up your IMDb page, and it says you've been a producer, a supervising producer, a consulting producer, an executive producer, and then uh, on Utopia Falls, you're an executive producer and a showrunner. Yeah. What is the difference?
4: <laughs> I know it's all annoying. Those... It's annoying, isn't it? Um, it it's really. Uh, I mean, levels of of participation. Um, I mean, first of all, there's there's um, assistant producer, which is of a nonsense title or, or associate producer is really um kind of a nominal uh a credit they give someone like say you're the office assistant who came up with a good idea for something though so, okay well we'll make you an associate producer um and then usually when you start off in a show you're a co-producer like usually as a writer in a, in a writer's room you're you're either co-producer depending on your background a, a producer mm-hmm. Um, other producers could be, for instance, the line producer is a producer. The line producer is is the individual who's who oversees the budget, for instance. And so they have a so kind of a different um, uh, uh, kind of job. Uh, and then once you start. Um, over time, really running your own or kind of overseeing your episodes, meaning you oversee the meetings, the prep, the, uh, oversee the art department meetings, over- oversee, you become a supervising producer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then if you you hang around long enough, um, you assume the co-executive producer title and then eventually uh, really the top of the food chain is the executive producer title. And that's usually given to anyone from... Um, a series creator mm-hmm. to the showrunner, which I'll get to in a sec, to um, like the president of a production company who is producing the show, to a sometimes a network uh, executive, uh, or someone who maybe will provide financing. It, it, a lot of times, it's, it's it's how you negotiate your credit, and then and then ultimately, I, I, I say that really the top of the food chain is showrunner. The showrunner is. You know the individual who runs the show so they oversee all the meetings oversee all the casting they oversee all the scripts uh they are usually the ones who who will go into editing uh, they'll certainly oversee all the cuts they will be the point person in dealing with the network um so really the buck stops with them mm-hmm. and that's it wow <laughs> simple
0: yeah. yeah,
4: right. <laughs> but I mean, I mean to be honest with you, you know, it, the, the producer title is is really it could mean anything. It could mean anything from someone who works very hard on the show to uh, someone's girlfriend who came up with an idea uh, or or some minor contribution and was given a credit, right? Uh, because of who, who they know. So
2: yeah, like I don't think Stan Lee was really. Doing a whole lot on the Marvel movies that he got executive producer credit for.
4: Correct. I mean, yeah. but but then again, I mean, he you know he's one of the original creators, so that's kind of the deal he will, uh, you know, he will get for himself. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Right.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess at the end of the day, everyone you know everyone's involved in producing. Um, the, yes. The, the, yeah. The show, and uh, I mean that's kind of the job, right? Yeah. yeah <laughs> I mean, exactly.
4: Yeah, you're right. I mean, everybody's. You know, I mean, the producers certainly are involved, but so is the entire crew. Like everything from the costume designer to the uh, production designer to the guy who makes the props. Everyone right. produces on the show.
0: Yeah. So with with something like like Utopia Falls, where here's the uh, here's sort of the concept. Now, how much of that visual style of the, uh, of the show um, falls to you and how much falls to others?
4: Um,
0: Cause it, it, it it's, it, a, it's it. It, visually, I mean, it's, it's just, it's, it's, it's such a, such a neat um, uh, sort of setting. Like, like I say, like, you know, the other week watching, uh, watching the, uh, the, the, the first few episodes and everybody kind of walked in the room and it was like, Oh, what's this? Mm. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah I, you know it it i guess it really depends on the series like dark matter uh was my my baby so i yeah. was all over it and i worked in conjunction with uh with uh, our production designer our uh concept artists um and our vi- visual effects supervisor to create the visuals from the show everything from mm-hmm. you know the look of the ships to that to you know what that FTL effect is to yeah. uh you know, when 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 you're hit by one of the energy-based weapons, what kind of uh, you know energy um, uh, you know kind of plays over o- over the the target's body. Right. Um, and so, for Utopia Falls, Utopia Falls was uh, an idea by R.T. Thorne. Uh, but what we did was we got together in the room uh, about a month before we assembled the writers' room, and we kind of broke down the um, uh the kind of the 10 episode uh arc of the series. Yeah. Um did we do 10 episodes or 13 episodes? I think it was 10 episodes. Um and and so that when we got together in the writer's room, we were able to kind of bang out those 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 10 stories. Uh, and then you know each writer got a script to write. And uh then when the script started to come in, they were sent to a production designer and he would get together with the art director and 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 our concept artists and begin to propose, uh, ideas. And so usually we would get together and for instance, for, for Utopia Falls, he was uh, Ian Brock was our production designer was very much influenced by, uh, North Korean, uh, architecture. And, uh, and you get, get, get a sense of it, everything from like kind of the posters to kind of the feel of the, uh, of the buildings themselves as a very very kind of, uh, um kind of utilitarian almost uh feel to them and then depending on which which district uh you know sometimes you know you'll have a little more you know for nature sector you'll you'll have more more greenery okay. for 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 uh for industry more utilitarian so you know and and i mean at the end of the day, I and mean, we were—it it was a very tightly budgeted show, which I think was a little too tightly budgeted, frankly. So we had to reuse and repurpose a lot of the sets. A lot of it was, you know, set dressing, and 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 mm-hmm. you kind of like, you know, you live in the same space, but you find kind of a, a way to transform it for uh, for different scenes. Oh,
0: that's great! Yeah, yeah. Well, like I say, I mean, it was, uh, um, it, you know, really visually striking. And like I say, like I, I had to, I had to restart the. Uh, the first episode twice um because uh, ah. my my wife uh, uh my my daughter came in and she's like what's this and <laughs> um and she was into it so we started back at the beginning and then sort of got 10 minutes in and my and my wife's like what are you guys watching <laughs>
4: <laughs> what uh, what uh, what episode are you on oh
0: uh four. oh so. actually 4
2: yeah. ends
4: with with like the, I think the best uh, dance number on the show, and uh, nice. I'd be interested when you get to episode ten because one of the things I loved about Dark Matter that kind of infused in this show was kind of the um, you know those, those holy crap moments at the end mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. you know you think you're going one way and then you, you end the show with this 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 kind of WTF moment that kind of drives into the next episode and uh, a lot of twists and turns, shocks and surprises, which is what I I uh, I love.
0: Yeah, well, well we, my, my wife and I both watched uh, all of all of Dark Matter, so you know it's uh, we we were fans of that as well, and um, awesome. and so uh, so I didn't even need to, to make that part of my pitch for this though, you know it was uh, um, you know because because we're old we 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 said it was yeah it's like it you know like the Hunger Games meets Fame and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I went, I started looking stuff up and it's like everyone else was saying Hunger Games meets Glee and it's like, hey, okay.
4: <laughs> actually, I, I pitched it as Hunger Game meets uh, American Idol, but uh, actually, oh, okay. your, your version works better.
0: Yeah, yeah. My daughter said The Voice, so. <laughs> yeah.
4: Yeah. Voice. I'm dating myself with American Idol, I guess.
0: No, uh, well, it's not hey, still on TV.
4: Hey, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. I believe me. I dating speaking of dating oneself. I, I said fame. You said fame. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you 1980s just forever. Kids, 1980s. I am just I'm just waiting for 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 Jeff to be standing there and uh and say uh cuz fame costs and right here's where you start
4: paying. And <laughs> <laughs> you just this, There was There was a fame reboot in in the 2000s. I know that because um uh, one day, one day I, was, I was at the Stargate offices. I was leaving, and the president of MGM Television was there. Yeah. And uh, I never met him before. I stepped into Brad's office. He was like, hey, this is this is Hank Cohen. He's the president of MGM Television. I was like, hey, how are you? Are you enjoying, um, you know, Vancouver? And he's like, yeah, I got to get going. I'm going to go home and watch Fame. And I thought he was joking, and yeah. I laughed. I laughed. He's like, no, oh. that's that's the new MGM show. And I was like, oh, Ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not a good first impression.
1: <laughs> well, well, I don't think it did well, if that matters yeah. at all. So. I think it was on for like what two seasons, maybe?
4: Uh-huh. Not but a minute or
1: something.
0: Oh,
1: well. Yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah. See, so I remember there was the. Um...
1: They they renamed it to Glee, so it's fine. Wow. They oh, perfect. See, it yeah. all comes so. around. <laughs> same show, same show, people.
0: But there was another. there I I think there's been a couple cuz I, I I wasn't there one that involved someone from uh, the Legion cartoon because someone asked us about this in a stump the subs a, a while back. And that,
2: Was it, I, uh, it was, I think it was Fame LA. Yeah, oh Fame yes, that's right. That's right. Yeah.
0: That's right, yeah. Huh. yeah, so that was that's a that's a whole other one. So yeah, see it it keeps coming back. Mm. Um but yeah, the Fame LA I I don't know that I, I that that uh, that one was 97 to 98 with uh, Christian
4: Kane. Amazing. Yeah. This is amazing. You know, I did you know, I never thought we would be discussing fame on the <laughs> podcast. But, I mean, it's amazing how uh, the wide range of subjects that, that you guys cover. They, <laughs> they, well,
0: you
3: they, they bring up fame more often than you think.
4: Yeah, mm. it's
0: true. true. It's true. It's true. Uh, but but yes, yeah, so a- Andy Milder, who uh, who voiced that was it uh, Lightning Lad in the 2006 animated series, uh, was in it. So that's um,
2: that's the connection.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I knew that. I, I was thinking like like as as you know as we're talking about Fame remakes, it's like wasn't this a trivia question? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, we got we... it wrong because we didn't yes. watch Fame L.A. Yeah, there you have it. <laughs>
2: Nor know. did most people, but
1: yeah, but that's, exactly. a whole, that's a whole so, other thing. It's fine. It's fine.
0: <laughs> so wh- what are your, you, you, you know, you've, you've, um, obviously done shows with, uh, with like the sci-fi channel, or as we call it space up here, uh, or I think we're calling it C- CTV sci-fi now. Um, mm-hmm. but, um, um, you know, with, um, Utopia Falls being on, on, uh, on, on Hulu and things like that, what are your feelings on network versus uh, versus streamer?
4: Well, sci-fi was cable, so right. not network. Okay. Um, to be honest with you, I don't watch a lot of network anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I just uh, kind of kind of kind of graduated to the kind of the streaming. I you know watch Netflix uh, more than really anything. Yeah. Um, but y- you know it, it certainly opened up the playing field. Mm-hmm. Um, just because there's so many homes and there's so much appetite for production. And even then um, it's still really tough to get a show green lit. Yeah. And it's obviously very, at times very perplexing because you see what does get green lit and you're, right. and you wonder you're like, you know, what? what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but I mean, now you've got like HBO max, you've got uh Disney um, uh, and, you know, uh Apple, uh, and Amazon and, and Netflix continue to expand and, right. and, and CBS All Access and Peacock. Um, so, I mean, it, it's 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 certainly an exciting time, certainly in terms of the type of storytelling you can do. Um, because back in the Stargate days, I mean, we, well, even though we were on cable, right. uh, our stories tended to be more epi- uh, episodic. Right. Uh, so, you know, a standalone episode each, uh, a standalone story each episode. And then when we kind of Try to do something different uh, with Universe, which was a more serialized uh, storyline. Yeah. Which I think we were kind of ahead ahead of our time because uh, it uh, yeah. the the audience response wasn't as strong uh, at the time. Mm. But yeah, yeah. I, I always kind of I prefer kind of the best of both worlds. Like with Dark Matter, we always had um, k- kind of an episodic a nature to 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 um, to our stories, and that there would be kind of a beginning, middle, and end. And yet there were so many. Um arcs, oh, yeah. serialized arcs that carry through, that can propel the mystery and the story, and you know, I, I love that, because it, it, it gives you the best of both worlds. Right.
1: Right, right, right. So, I mean, it beats when we were all kids, we only had, like, four channels. Three yes. networks. yeah, And yes. all, all the up-number channels were all playing movies that we were like out 10 years before we were all born. So we were like, what is this black and white stuff? Nope. You know, and,
2: <laughs> and I, and I, I think people today ahead. consuming
1: media don't understand how media starved we were back in the 70s. And then when cable came out, it's was like, oh my God. And then yeah. a year after that, it's like, oh my God, 45 channels and nothing's on. You know, yeah. So. Yeah,
4: exactly. I can't believe it when people are like, I've watched everything on Netflix. Dude, you have not watched everything. There's no way. There's no yeah, way.
0: Yeah. It's just
4: humanly impossible. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, you, you know. And that, this was a thing that when when they were talking about the whole uh, Disney and Fox deal um, mm-hmm. last year, a lot of people were, were talking about how well there's there's going to be just that much fewer that many fewer places to pitch. But but you know, you just rattled off a whole bunch of places. Um, uh, it, to which to go. And uh, and, and I wonder, it's, it's like, is that really the case now? Mm.
4: Yeah, I mean, also to be, to, you know, to be honest, one of the, I guess, problems uh, with going out to pitch is that, um, you know, everybody loves the IP, meaning intellectual properties. If it's a book, if it's a pre-established book, if it's based on like, if it's like a, a reboot of something pre-existing, right. they're on board. Uh, and also, if you're like a J.J. Abrams uh, you know, the door is always open, but for, right. you know, especially new, um, you know, uh, writers or, or creators, it's tough. Yeah. Um, and, you know, sometimes there will be a home run. I think, I don't know, the, the uh, the guys who did, um, uh, Stranger Things, or, or I think the, the Queen's Gambit, uh, are, 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 two examples, I believe, of, uh you know, Netflix taking a chance on on, on newcomers and, and paying off handsomely. So you know, hopefully, we see more of that.
0: Yeah, and 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 I mean, it. You know, to to sort of what you're what you're saying there is is the. I guess, like you say, it's like some some people have that clout to be able to pick and choose, and mm-hmm. um, you know what. Well, it, but.
2: You- but JJ Abrams didn't start out as JJ Abrams he was just you know some guy writing for TV True it took him, True. it took him a while to become Absolutely. You know who he is well,
4: And and to be honest with you no one thought that loss would be a hit It's funny that um <laughs> I, in in like on, I I was working on StarGate at the time and yeah. we and we were casting for this role of a nurse like this one line uh uh role and This actress came in who I'd never seen before and nailed it and I was like, she was great. And the casting director was like, should we hire her? And I was like, no, she's so good that I don't want to like waste her on this one uh, one-line nurse role. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I'll find a role for her later on. So she's like, okay, great. You know, she just she just moved to 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 Vancouver at the time, so she, you know, she's kind of new. And so about a month later, I came up with a character, and I was like, hey, can we bring her back? And uh, the casting agent was like, well, she's actually in Hawaii shooting a pilot, but. Uh, you know, we don't really think it's going to go anywhere. So she'll be back, and and I was like, great. Uh Anyways, the pilot turned out to be lost, and the actress turned out to be Evangeline Lilly. Yeah, of who, course, oh, wow. yeah, and very well for herself. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, hey, it shows you can recognize talent. Yeah,
4: right. <clears throat> you know,
1: <throat> I, I think that's a good thing in uh, in that I don't think that's hard. Us.
4: I don't think that's hard. Well,
1: you know, I mean. I'm I, I did theater back when I was in college, and I, everyone was like, oh, my God, what are you going to do with this? I'm like, I'm just doing this as an avocation, not a vocation, because I understand that when I'm watching TV at home, every person who's in the background, who's an extra, wants to be the lead. You know what I mean? So yeah. the, the competition to break in as someone in front of the camera is really intense. But you also hear about the backside of that, getting your stuff produced, being a writer. You know, that's hard as well. Yeah. And people don't think about it. You know, yep. they the oh, being an actor's hard so I'll work behind the scenes. It's like, yeah, that's kinda hard too.
4: Yes, it's all hard, to yeah. be honest with you. It's
1: difficult. It's hard to get a job out there.
4: Yeah.
1: I mean, I guess it's gotten easier with everyone producing everything under the sun, but still Yeah. I think there are more and, people and- who want to do stuff then there are slots available at the at the table, right?
4: Yeah. And, and and with this pandemic, it's certainly made oh, yeah, things totally. a lot more difficult. I mean, yeah. you know, as I said, I was gonna go out and pitch these two time travel shows uh in November and and everything shut down and um a lot of like the major uh studios have undergone sort of layoffs and restructuring right. and and uh mm-hmm. and they said they're gonna open up and start looking at pitches in January, but you know, I, I get the feeling that that they have a backlog of, of uh material that they you know, haven't been able to put into production. I don't know when they'll be able to roll into production again. I mean, it's been really uh, uh, kind of iffy in terms of uh, starting yeah. stopping, starting production. Well, and and you
0: look at uh, you know, I mean, in, in, in what is one of the strangest um, uh, TV season beginnings uh, ever? Um, you know, is is these things where it was like, oh, yeah, we're gonna we're not gonna be able to. Uh, we're not gonna that's gonna have to wait until mid season. And yeah. um and you know, you had a show like on Fox they had next, which was actually supposed to be a mid season replacement last year. They started in mm-hmm. this September, cancelled it after two episodes, but they were like you know, it's still running. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> because well, I mean, because they've look- got the you know, basically, well, we need to fill that time.
4: Yes. And then they're also picking up Canadian production because Canadian productions haven't been as affected. Yeah. And so you know uh, they're picking up production Canadian productions that I I I honestly think they would not uh, pick up under uh, n- uh, normal circumstances. Yeah. But then again, I, I mean, then you look at a show like Glow that um, I think did pretty well for uh, was it was it Netflix? Netflix? Yeah, it was Netflix. Netflix yeah. Yeah. yes. Yeah, and they they announced a a, a new season pickup and then you know once a pandemic hit and and kind of the complication with the pandemic they ended up canceling the series. Yeah.
3: They've canceled a lot of stuff on Netflix this year yeah. including that Dark Crystal series.
0: Yeah. 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 And, and 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 Stumptown had been renewed. They were about to start uh, production and then basically they were like we just can't. Yeah. So,
4: yeah. Yeah.
0: And and I mean I think I think some things have been canceled as much because of because of that because it's just the the logistics of production um seem seem to uh you know just to not make the the economics of it work
4: yeah exactly Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's easier to
0: pick up up yeah
2: it's easier to pick up an existing property that's already done like the canadian shows like yeah yeah, yeah, like transplant
0: uh, i i i wouldn't have thought transplant would be a show that uh, that i would have seen on uh on a u.s network nor um what was the
2: uh nurses is another one that just started just
0: started as well yeah Mm yeah and see th- these these have all run like you know at least a full season up here and um yeah.
2: well and don't so, spoil anything no
0: hey, <laughs> uh, but, but but that's but that's exactly it is that is that you know there it's like well this is done and and we can we can just put this on the air yeah
4: a- exactly is,
2: yeah and, and it's cheaper and, yeah yeah and cw picked up swamp thing because it was already complete
4: yeah well, I you know I really wanted that check check out Swamp thing. I've heard actually good things.
0: Yeah, it's so. it's pretty good. I, I I quite enjoyed it. And I, I I didn't realize that you know I I had gone out and bought the DVD and I didn't realize that it was just going to unfold on the CW for me. So, mm. <laughs>
2: yeah, but well. uh, this, the the CW version is edited for language and length.
0: Uh, so the DVD
1: is probably better. Yes. Yeah, yeah, well, so
2: the go. DVD is definitely yeah. going to be better. Yeah. There you
1: go. There you go. It all worked. They don't look, like. Look at me. Like I'm cursing even <laughs> plants anywhere.
0: <laughs> it's all worked out for me. Um, Mommy, Daddy, why is that ivy man cursing at the lady? <laughs> <laughs> he's not. Tell really you when you're man, older, he's just <laughs> ivy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Crazy. Crazy.
2: All right. Here's another question for you, Joe. Yeah. Uh, where does Baron Destructo come from? destructo.
4: I love well, your Twitter you, handle. You know, I've always been a big fan of uh, of super villains. I mean by my my my, uh, my avatar is uh, mysterio. Um, and I just thought it would be a super you know I, I think it may have come from like years and years years ago, you know you always get the spam emails. and I used to respond to the kind of the spammers <laughs> under like different pseudonyms. and one of them one of them was like i would i would I would respond as Cookie Monster. Uh, (laughs) uh, or sometimes I would respond as Baron Destructor who is actually uh, a supervillain and and head of the League of, I forget what they call it League League of supervillains and you know, talk about hey, you know, I need the money for my uh, for my moon base. We're, we're, we're building this uh you know, this, uh, with a dis- this ray to target Earth. And these these guys would respond, like, hey, great, like let's get the ball moving. You can sort of, you know send the money, and I would just kind of see how long I could string them along. And so I would rival ru- 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 through kind of different personas and, and Baron Destructor was one. Um, and so I just kind of liked the name and uh, and kept it from my Twitter handle.
0: Very nice.
1: <laughs> that is funny.
0: Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's always nice to be able to troll the trolls. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Even if they don't
2: understand they're being trolled. In, indeed. True.
0: Indeed. Indeed. And um, another thing um, that I that I uh, feel I have to point out is that you are also a pug person.
4: I am a huge pug person. I've had, uh, I'm on my fourth pug, uh-huh. um, a, uh, a rescue from the Pacific Pug Rescue. She was actually living in a barn with her brother and, and her brother was adopted, but she wasn't because she was in a wheelchair. And then, uh, so we adopted her and she, uh, uh, we got her out of the wheelchair, wheelchair and walking and she can walk now. Yay. And, um, nice. And my wife set, set up her own like Instagram page. Uh, uh, new old pug Suji S U J I short for Sujiko, which uh, is a uh, cod pro in Japanese, and uh, she has uh, I think she has even more followers than I have. She has like thirty thousand followers. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, I keep on saying, you know, when I do when I do my next show, I'm going to stunt cast her because uh, oh, yeah. she can kind of bring some uh, eyeballs, much needed eyeballs, onto the show.
2: <laughs> well, hashtag we be- Pugs of Instagram. Yeah, yeah. we are we are.
0: Pretty- pugs around uh, we're pug people around here and uh amazing um, right now we have now we had a, a purebed pug uh who um who passed about six years ago at the age of 16 so you know old enough to drive and That's great. um and we have a couple of puggles now um we didn't realize just how strong the beagle genes would be oh really oh, are oh, they
2: yeah.
0: uh, are they howlers um, no, no, but they're, they're woofers. That's for sure. Uh, they're yeah. woofers. I yeah, suppose the uh, <laughs> As opposed to
2: tweeters. Yeah, yes,
0: exactly. Yeah. Uh, but they have, um, they, they, you know, they have that, that, um, you know, that, that pug love of bedtime. So it's, uh, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's all good. But, uh, but yes, yeah, so, oh, yeah. when, you know, again, so when I, you know, went, went to your, uh, to your, to your website and it was Suji Sunday, Oh, yeah. Every Um,
4: Sunday.
2: Yes.
0: (laughs) My wife loves that. (laughs) (laughs) I think my wife might be one of your biggest fans. So so there you go. (laughs) Bless her (laughs)
4: heart. Hey, by the way, have you guys, uh, you asked me who my favorite uh, Legionnaire is. Um, I'm curious about you guys.
0: All right. uh, Okay, well, for me, it's always been Wildfire
4: yeah
1: was Wildfire
0: yeah. interesting? Yeah, I was a big Wildfire fan, really, because you know it was such a cool-looking costume when. Uh, yeah, uh, when I first got into the Legion in the in the late 70s, so Wildfire for me, Darren.
1: Oh, Sensor Girl. Mm-hmm. That that
0: whole that whole uh,
1: trip from Projectra Princess to Queen to Sensor Girl.
4: How do you that, feel that
1: about sensor? I hate sensor with a, with a <laughs> deep, burning, sun like
4: intensity. Uh, you know, I was preparing, <laughs> I, I was preparing Spoilers when we do the Archie w- Legion, but. Wor- worst legion- Legionnaires. And that was actually, I was like, oh yeah, sensor for sure. <laughs> uh,
1: no, I was not a fan of that. I was like, oh, God almighty. Anyway, maybe in, you know, when we start getting to those stories, I'll have a more distanced outlook on it. Mm-hmm. But I remember um, picking it up when it came off the rack and I just went, Oh, F this uh, I'm out. Peace. Uh, so, yeah. So Michael.
2: <laughs> so my favorite has always been Sunboy. boy. Um, I, I don't barbecue, know why. I, yeah, yeah. I just, I liked his costume and I remember trying to draw his, uh, his sun, his, you know, his chest symbol on everything. Yeah. And I learned how to make an eight pointed star. Um, because from depending on who the artist was, they would draw it as a, as an eight pointed star, um, but my backup character was Wildfire um, again because I started reading in the mid seventies, and he was the new guy, and um, the writers liked to write him.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
2: Jim, uh, there, there
3: is no. More perfect superhero than Ultra Boy. Oh God. Is my uh, <laughs> <clears throat> my hot take.
1: How much did Josh pay you to say that?
3: I've never never met this Josh person. Uh, <laughs>
1: oh,
0: right. Sure you haven't.
3: I, I came to this conclusion through independent means.
2: What, what okay. I love
0: is is that the um, you know um really when you get down to it, it's the youngest guy that picks the, one of the uh, earlier Legionnaires. Hmm. So yeah.
4: That's, that's neat. Yeah, you hey. can't b-
3: fix what ain't broke.
1: <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, he is, he is close to Han Solo as you can get in the Legion. So you know. pretty much.
3: Yes.
0: Well, that's fair. Yeah.
3: He looks good in a leather jacket in any era.
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, so what what are some you, you mentioned that you're not really watching much in the way of uh, of, of network? But what uh, what shows are you watching? What are the things that are that are uh, that are catching your eye?
4: Um, you know, I, I ended up watching the, the Queen's Gambit because a buddy of mine just kept on talking about it to the mm-hmm. point where I, I just got angry. Yeah, um, and I, I watched <laughs> it and I, I really did enjoy it. Uh, I ended up watching uh, Alice in Borderland which is this Japanese... Uh, oh,
1: yeah, that's twisted.
4: Yeah, crazy series. And I really, I watched it because I, I, I feared there were similarities to a show I was developing, but but fortunately, it, it's different enough. Uh-huh. But I really loved it. Uh, and then the most recent one was actually a Korean series called Sweet Home, which, uh, if you thought Alice in Borderland was twisted, this is crazy, and it, it's basically... Um, it takes place in this kind of housing complex in, in Korea, uh-huh. and... Um, some 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 disaster befalls them, and these monsters start roaming the streets. So they, they essentially they're trapped in this tenement building mm-hmm. with. Um, Is this like zombies monsters? They're they're, they're kind of zo- zombies, but they're more like 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 a uh, a wide variety of different like creatures, like s- giant spiders and oh, and, okay. and, uh, and, no. and and bloodsuckers, and and it's it's really bizarre really uh, really visceral yeah um if you don't like gore i would steer clear (laughs) Um, you know it's funny i was trying to come up usually at the end of this the year i try to come up with a list of like top 10 things my favorite you know top top 10 books because i read a lot my favorite top 10 uh tv shows and uh, i'm trying to review and it's been kind of a lean year for me in terms of tv shows i mean there's stuff i've watched that i thought i liked at first and then i just kind of you know, they they just end up disappointing me. It's always so tough to stick the landing. Yeah. Um, you know. So what? What um, about comics? Yeah. Um, you know, comics I haven't um, read. I, I, I it's funny because in previous years I've read a lot, not just comic books, but but novels as well. Uh, and this year I've read. Uh, significantly fewer novels and not that many comic books. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I I I keep on saying I, I kind of want to get into it, get back into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I mean, I think the uh, the Tom King Adam Strange series kind of intrigues me. Yeah. Um, I, I you know I, I really liked uh, his vision and and Mister um, 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 Mr. Miracle. Mister Miracle. And even before Vision, what was the um, the Omega Man?
0: Yeah, yeah.
4: So um, I really like his stuff, so I, I, I like to sort of check that out. Um, I really like Christian Ward's art, mm-hmm. so um, I want to sort of get on Invisible Kingdom. Um, you know, I would love to hear some uh, some recommendations. i got to actually check out to see sort of which... Uh, you know, I make a list on Goodreads all the time, sort of the, my recent reads, so I'll have to sort of... Uh, Review and check to see which uh, which uh, which comic books. Actually, I saw I read a uh, a Colin Bunn sci-fi series, recently mm-hmm. that I thought was really good. Uh, it was it was kind of classic. Uh, reminded me of the first time I watched Alien. Um, I'll have to look up the title for you, but uh, I think the the um, the uh, trade paperback comes out next year.
0: Is that? Yeah. Um... Hmm. Let's see. It's. Uh... Yeah, see, I remember him uh, with the uh, with the six gun years ago. Yeah, and um, no, not Harrow County. Um, I, I I I know the one you mean because I I saw it recently myself and thought, oh yes, he's doing a bunch of stuff with um, with aftershock. So there's Unholy Grail, Dark Ark.
4: Now, was a Dark Ark? Yeah, I have to. I'm gonna have to look it yeah, up because yeah. I. Uh, and two and of uh, of course I've actually watched more anime this year because my my wife is Japanese and she likes the uh, Ah. Ah. anime so uh, some crazy uh, anime as well if you guys are into anime I'm into anime have
3: you watched Dorohedoro? no I haven't seen that one I actually haven't watched a lot of anime this year I was more into Toku all year Ah.
4: honestly
3: watching a lot of Ultraman right now Nice, nice I gotta watch more anime
1: <laughs> there's, they're, they're making more of it every day. I guess. They sure yeah, yes, do. Exactly. You know, they make more you know,
0: that, every day. That's
1: something. There's no way you've watched all the anime. There's no way.
0: <laughs> it's like anime. watching all the Netflix. Yeah,
1: there's, it's impossible. <laughs> Stop it. Stop saying those things.
0: Yeah. See, I've got to check out that Queen's Gambit because my, um, my daughter's been getting really interested in, in, in playing chess lately, and mm. uh,
1: uh. so. Um, um. Yeah. Not with the kid. No, I, I think oh. there's some uh no no no. no
0: no no yeah no, no. she's uh, she's no. not watching the show I, i'm interested yeah. in watching it
1: <laughs> because of the adult themes yes we know. yeah
4: yeah uh but um by the way the the the, the comic book is called rogue planet oh i call them by, okay. by annie mcdonald and nick pilardi
0: oh nice okay yeah it's interesting it didn't oh neat okay oh excuse me yeah um so uh you said you haven't uh done as much reading this year, but you know this is the this is actually gonna be our last uh, episode of the year. Mm-hmm, is that mm-hmm. right, Michael? Am I counting correctly? Yes. Is it yes, yes, okay. yes, yeah. Because today is, is of course the twenty-seventh. Oh, yes,
1: of yeah, course. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, <laughs> me. Nudge nudge.
4: <laughs> it's the
0: 27th
1: people no matter yeah. what we say yeah yeah yes. so so Our time has flown if you
4: if you
0: could recommend one one uh one read for uh for people to check out uh as we are at the end of the year what would uh, what would that be
4: um for me i you know there's an author called jeff Vandermeer who who writes um kind of this uh sub-genre of it's not quite fantasy it's not quite sci-fi it's called uh weird the it's new weird. New, yes, New Weird. Ah, fiction. And um he re- he uh released a a novel earlier this year called Dead Astronauts. That is one of the trippiest um sci-fi novels I have read in recent memories. Mm. And uh oh, I, he wrote he wrote
3: Annihilation, which was yes. the movie he was based on. Okay. Oh,
1: yeah. that movie. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. That was weird. That was freaky.
4: <laughs> yeah. So uh, that would be if I had to recommend one uh, nice. novel that uh, that that's actually uh, top of my list. And so, sorry, in, what, was the, what was the title? again? Then, it's called Dead Astronauts. Dead Astronauts, perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: And into the Amazon wish list it goes.
4: <laughs> yeah, and then, yeah. report back. <laughs> and then I, saw, I you know there was a point earlier this year where I was I was reading like a graphic novel. Uh, a day, so I, I read everything from you know Judas Contract to mm-hmm. Day Tripper to uh, oh, yeah. uh, Gotham Central, which actually still is one of my favorite um, uh, Batman stories. Although Batman does not appear uh, in it, uh, I reread actually my favorite. I have to say, my favorite Legion uh, storyline was Abnett and Lanning's uh, Legion Lost.
0: Yeah,
3: um, that again. is also my favorite Legion yeah. story of all time.
4: Yeah, love it.
0: Yeah, I mean they they really did lean into the into the sci-fi of it, didn't they? Yes, exactly.
4: Yeah.
0: That's uh that you know and that and that they're like you know, we really when you when you look at, at at those guys, I mean they, you know, they the um you know, when you look at like Guardians of the Galaxy, that mm-hmm. was the stuff they put out there. And yeah. uh you know, it was it like I can remember when their Guardians came out. Their their Guardians book came out out of Ironically, annihilation. Um, mm. um, that it was kind of a rocket raccoon. Really?
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Trash panda. Right.
0: Yep. And everyone, everyone's like, "That's crazy," and um, <laughs> and uh, crazy like a fox or a raccoon. Yeah.
4: <laughs> now, I, I don't know if there's still a team, a writing team. I don't think so. Too bad. But um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I just love the fact they they also kind of infuse. Uh, a sense of humor into the yeah. stories as well, which 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 I always kind of appreciate. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it, it is it is a thing that, um, you know, get, uh, things can get awful sturm and drang sometimes, and it's nice to uh, to have, have that levity in there as well. Mm. You know? Yeah. Very true.
3: Abner and Landing seem to have gone their separate ways after they did Hypernaturals. Hmm. They no real reason. They just stopped working together yeah. after that.
2: Yeah,
0: well. It happens. Yeah, I know. Ab- Abnett's written
3: a lot of novels. Abnett writes a lot of comic books uh, over in two thousand AD on a regular basis. He oh. puts out like two or three series a year. Uh, huh. He's very prolific. If you're paying attention to British comics, uh-huh. uh, not so much in North America. He's you know he's around, but not as not as prolific as he is over there.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Also, he writes Didn't a lot of like lot Warhammer of, um... books.
2: Yeah, I was thinking Dragonlance, but probably Warhammer. I don't know the difference between the two of them, but... (laughs) Uh,
1: Mm. Dragonlance is D&D fantasy with dragons, and Warhammer's just (laughs) Warhammer.
3: Yeah, it's more like techno. Warhammer
1: is kind of its own genre Mm. on its own thing, because they've got space marines and the undead, so, you know, who knows what's going on (laughs) over there.
2: Well, neither of them are series that I read, so that's Mm -hmm. why I'm not familiar.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just explaining. That's all. Mm-hmm. We all can't know everything. <laughs> like
3: if you want to, if you want a high concept <laughs> Dan Abnett sci-fi series, everyone should check out. It's called Brink. It's about uh, it's about people living on uh, space colonies after the Earth has died, and Ooh. there's like it's a police procedural about cultists mm. and like it's 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 really good and it's on like book three or four. So there's a lot, there's a bunch of it to read too.
0: And, and this so is coming it's, it's out of the, out of two two thousand AD. Yes. Okay. Hmm.
2: Very cool. There we have it. Mhm. I will check it out.
0: Nice. Well, Joe, really appreciate you taking the time to uh, to talk to us, and, uh, and and especially, you know, one of the guys who who couldn't make it tonight uh, had had said, you know, ask him about uh, uh, what his uh, pitch for a Legion show uh, would be. And, um, and you had a far, have more, to ask. A far a more detailed answer than we would have expected. And that's awesome. Very exciting.
4: Yeah. My pleasure. I mean, you know, I, uh, follow you guys for a while. I mean, I love the fact that, uh, you guys are enthusiastic about the legions. There are, you know, there's so many legion fans out there. I mean, I haven't watched, I haven't read, um, Bendis' uh-huh. run just because, uh, I was developing, you know, my Legion pitch at the time, and and, uh, and I didn't want to sort of be influenced. Um, and mm-hmm. I, I, I think the the run is over, I think, or he's not on that, it anymore? I'm that's
1: not... that's an interesting question.
4: Yeah. I'm sorry, what series? The,
1: the current cram- the... Bendis one.
3: Yeah. Cram- oh, right, yeah.
1: So it's going on, but then we've got this event coming up, Future State, which is stopping everything. And then it looks like what DC's doing is they're putting out their a smaller amount of books the month after, or they have not completed their solicitations yet, because a lot of books are missing from the list. Like there's not a Green Lantern book. There's not a Legion book. Um, There's getting a JSA book and it's not there yet. So there's lots of weird. Yeah. They're probably just skipping a month.
2: Hmm. I,
1: I have a hard time believing that DC invested in Bendis and Sook for a year to develop the series. And then only had them on it for a year. Right to just end it you know i <laughs> just i don't buy that that much of a of an investment in them working on these characters in this property for just a year to only get right. out a year's worth of books so i'm hoping that and it's a good selling book right now too yeah. is what we've also established so well
4: good i mean yeah you know, i was gonna say hopefully it continues to find success and, and we finally do get that uh, that uh, live action uh TV uh, legion tv series that we can uh, either love or or hate
0: <laughs> yeah yeah exactly there, there will be
1: no in between that's for mm. sure if we know legion fans that's that's true exactly well we <laughs> will
0: uh, we will certainly look forward to the next things that that uh, you've got coming out and of course every Thank sunday you. is suji sunday and, yes. um, <laughs> <laughs> and as i say like your work is very popular around my house that's for sure so uh so we'll, we'll definitely be on board and uh so thanks so much for your time joe it's really appreciated
4: thank you guys for having me have a uh happy new year
1: you as well you as well oh, oh thanks you owe me a coke
0: <laughs> so thanks to joe for his time and now michael has some trivia
2: It is time yet again for Stump the Subs. Hey, now. And I think this first question will stump you. Um, So think back to the olden days of the (laughs) 1970s. Oh, wow. uh, When it was originally introduced in Superboy 216, which was Tyrock's first issue. Uh Mm-hmm. Uh, in which body of water was the island city of Marzal located?
1: Um, I'm going to say the Atlantic. Um,
2: Do you think I would give you such an obvious question?
1: Yeah. Just to get, just to because guess. it's Christmas, Michael. <laughs> it's was, probably something weird like the Caribbean, but I'm going with the Atlantic.
3: Wouldn't it be the Indian Ocean?
2: Could be, <laughs> Paul, Paul. Do you have a? Uh, I I
0: have, do you have a guess? Nothing. I have um a, a, in the midst of the Bermuda Triangle.
2: Um. Well, that is where it was when Tyrock's ancestors got there. It was remember. It was part of a. Um, uh, it was a dimension hopping, and so when it was first introduced, it was actually in the Mediterranean. Ah. Mm-hmm. And then remember, it uh, it popped up over Africa when the Dominator shot it down, the five years later. Yes. Oh. Hmm. All right. Um, next question is across sixty years of Legion continuity. I have found that there were only four Legionnaires who had the word "lass" in their names. Uh huh. Name all four. Oh.
3: Two are all easy. Four.
1: All four of our lasses. Correct. Um, Lightning Lass. Okay. Shadow Lass. That's two. Um, I don't know if Infectious Lass counts or not because I don't remember if she. I'm. I'm. She. And, she joined the team five years later, didn't she? That's when three. When she and Jacques joined. Okay. Yep. So there we go.
2: That's three. That's three. And there's one more. Do Ooh!
3: See, I said the two of them were easy.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those two well, were very easy. Even though none of them look Irish, they got lass on their names. So there's that. Lass. Ooh, the fourth one. Lass, lass, uh, lass. Was it sizzle lass?
2: It was not sizzle lass.
1: Because that was a that was a three boot joke. Just change it to sizzle. Just are, sizzle. are,
2: are we
0: counting? Are we counting? Yeah.
3: Does does light lass count?
0: twice.
1: It does. Yeah. Oh, light yeah. light lass, lightning lass, and shady and infectious and lass. Correct. Okay. I,
0: I'm I'm amazed that it that it's that few.
1: Yeah, it is.
0: That's wild. Yeah.
1: Well I mean there's not that many I mean lads either. Legion, the Legion skews male. Yeah. So there's not yeah, that well, many okay, I wasn't, in relationship to the f-
2: I, I wasn't planning on doing it this episode, mm-hmm. but there were seven Legionnaires who had the word lad
1: in their name. Okay. So we're doing those now, right? So Lightning Lad, Mm -hmm. Element Lad, Element Lad, Pharaoh Lad. You said seven. Seven? Seven. 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 Going down the list in my head. (laughs) I mean, there was Polar Lad, but that was a typo. Let's just admit that. Uh-huh.
2: We're not doing typos. Yeah,
1: Yeah, I, di- I didn't figure you were, Michael. You're, 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 uh, you're well, very it, a stickler it, for that. Is it,
2: is it Fire Lad or is it Fire <laughs> Boy?
1: Or, Fire Lad. It is Fire, Fire, Fire Lad. Lad. Fire Lad, and okay. So he would technically count, right? Or did he ever join officially?
2: In the five years later. I mean, in the, yeah. the five-year gap he did.
1: In the five-year gap he joined, yeah. Uh, but up. Uh, see that leaves us a chlorophyll kid. Nope, porcupine Pete. Nope, color <laughs> kid. Nope. Uh, we've got three more lads to to hit. Huh? Yeah. It's wow. That's a lot one, that I'm not that I'm blanking on.
2: Ooh, one uh, it, one should be obvious. The other two are one tough. Should be obvious.
1: One oh matter eater lad. Duh. That was the uh, obvious one. Yeah. Uh, God. Uh, so then these two more these two others are tough. You say
2: correct. Mm. But they a, were full-fledged. They, they, were legionnaires. Full-fledged, as far as I know. <laughs> as okay, far as okay, so you know. not no, no honorary members.
1: No, that no honorary correct. members and no traitors.
2: Okay, so correct.
1: We, we will not be okay.
0: counting Elastic Lad then.
2: He wasn't a traitor.
1: No, but he was honorary. He, was he wasn't an honorary a member. Full legionnaire. So, are we counting Elastic Lad?
2: I was not because he was not okay. a member.
1: Catch gotcha. him. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. There, there we go. There we go. So okay. I, I'm at a loss and I know I'm so going to regret fire this Lad, because. Lightning
0: Lad, Element Lad,
1: Matter Eater Lad,
0: Matter uh Lad.
1: And uh, fire. now I've lost track of who we've said. Who have we said, Paul?
0: There's Fire. Oh, Feral Lad, Feral yeah. Lad. We
1: got Fire uh, Lad, yeah. Fire
0: Lad, Feral Lad. Oh. Madarita Element lad, lad, lad
1: matter your lad, 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 lightning lad, lightning lad, lightning lad. Um,
0: And there are two more.
1: There are two more lads.
0: Two more that were actual members. We should all
1: have had scotch before we answer these questions. Seriously. Um, um. <laughs> That's a very good question. Or
0: are we not? Yeah, it's it's.
1: I'm thinking it's not the Archies. Because they were trying to dump those names. Yeah. Um, oh. I'm yeah. trying to think about the three boot, but nothing is coming to mind that isn't already duplicated. Because they didn't have that many new characters.
2: But some of the characters had different names.
3: Uh. Wow. Okay. I cheated. All right.
2: Now, yeah. I, I,
3: this is going to be hard for anyone to guess. So I.
1: I, I I'm I'm out. Uh, my brain is not.
3: I, I, th- I'm I
2: think delete boy now
3: is more <laughs> obvious than the other. But it's so
2: well, if, it's if if nobody else knows, then go for it. Oh, a mystery lad. Oh, he Are was not con- a legionnaire. That's like, a, that's a gimmick.
1: That's a gimmick. Yeah, that's a gimmick character. Yeah, but he
0: became a
1: He became element lad, but yeah.
3: So the other one is a five-year gap. Member
0: and I only said because uh, Michael said about yeah. um, legionnaires that fire lad. Names. Yeah. So who's
1: the who's the other who are the other two? Vizilad. Vizilad. Okay. Yeah.
2: Was, but wasn't one, he in the? Uh,
1: he was in um, the Legion in the, of Subs number two. N- He's in the five-year he, gap period.
2: Yeah. And uh, then there's then there's one
3: more. And this one I've never heard of. Is it false pretense, lad? <laughs>
2: uh. That was not his actual name. Fortress Lad. Fortress Lad never made it.
0: Yeah, Fortress
1: Uh, Lad didn't it. I mean he became the
2: headquarters. It is a it is a three boot character. Mm
1: No. Oh Oh, I'm an idiot. (laughs) Don't worry, we all are.
3: Michael, Uh, what's the answer? (laughs) It sucks. I should have known this one. Who he is is a three boot character, but it was also brought up recently in the Bendis boot.
2: Shooter lad, no, no. Oh. I said it, it was a not all the new characters ha- uh-huh. are not all the new characters were new. Some just had different names.
1: Yeah, yeah. again, <laughs> give up, give up. All right, go for it, Jim.
3: It's micro lad.
1: Oh yeah, okay, gotcha. I I really need to read those first couple of trades of the three-boot, because I always forget what happens on them.
0: (laughs) (laughs) At least who the villain is.
1: Who? I don't know. Ah. I don't remember. Needed a stronger villain, because he didn't leave a good impression, really.
0: Obviously. 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 Yeah. All right, well, there we go. So... (laughs) So that's you know, pretty
2: good. I I got I got a little bit of stumpage.
0: Yes, yeah. yes, you did. Yes, you did. Uh, you know we've uh, we've been stumped, but that's okay because that's all in the past. Much like things go. that happened this week <laughs> in Legion history.
2: Wow. All right. So thirty years ago, January first, or sorry, January second, nineteen ninety one. Uh, Who's who in the DC Universe number seven, the loose leaf version. Had entries for Jan Era and Phase. 25 years ago, on January 2nd, 1996, Legionnaires number 34, uh, the Legion defeats Darren's favorite musical villain, Starfinger, who is revealed to be a brainwashed Jan Era. The Legion then learns about the threat of the Sun Eater a being that destroys galaxies by eating suns, and they are informed that there are five criminals in the universe that have the power to help destroy the sun eater, and the legion needs to gather them for assistance. Uh, five years ago, 2015, Multiversity Director's Cut Edition, and then we go into the future, 955 years from now, on January 1st, 2976, the Legionnaires, including Pete Ross and Jimmy Olsen, uh, participate in a bizarre contest devised by pro 2 commemorating Superboy's history to determine the new Legion leader. Saturn Girl wins the contest and is reelected. and this is the first appearance of Spider-Girl and Doubleheader.
0: Wow, Doubleheader.
2: And then 965 years from now, uh, at the end of the year 2985, Saturn Girl, Lightning Lad, and Cosmic Boy resigned to take on senior leadership roles. Element Lad is re-elected leader. Timberwolf gets a new costume, and Flint Braj makes his third visit to Legion headquarters. <laughs> and that is it for Legion history.
0: Very nice. Very nice. Well, I'm still pissed off at them for not telling us about 2020, but that's okay oh my
1: god seriously um, right
0: all right uh comments as <laughs> always welcome to legion of substitute podcasters at gmail.com you join in the conversation on our facebook page uh, which can be found at facebook. legion of substitute com. we are on the twitter we are losp podcast and in addition to all those things you can head over to our website legion of substitute com, where you can comment on this or any episode And with that, we make our way back into the time bubble. And really, we're wibbly-wobbly-timey-wimey all over the place here. Mm -hmm. Uh, We wish you all a very happy new year. And we will see you all next week.